I just read that someone in London gets stabbed every 52 seconds. Poor guy. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escape. the show my name is oodles the one with an asshole like a chewed orange joining me today <laughs> ex-premiership chris beater it's stig hello <laughs> human pincushion creator and skin artist it's candy all right lads and the velvet mountain himself it's gadget <laughs> hello biggie is still away with the international shits he He's will still be got back the shits. He will be back at some point. No one knows where he is. He'll look like time dysentery. He is. He'll look like a spelk when he comes back. <laughs> Just shit oh, everything yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But he will be back. He's just the four of us. How is everyone doing? I'm doing marvellous. Just got back from me alls. He's been on holiday, has he? He's been on been... how do you know someone's been on holiday? They'll tell you. Exactly, and I'm gonna <laughs> fucking tell you. Tell us, where have you been, Storm? I've been down to the southwest. Uh down to of... you. Of the UK. Okay. Uh, to, to, towards Bristol, Bristol Way and beyond. Oh. We stayed, we stayed at the international home of cheese, cheddar. Huh, well, yeah. Yeah, with its, with its lovely, beautiful gorge. I went to see Candy and she got her crayons out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she yeah. drew I crayoned me. you up good. Yeah. With with lovely, she's on you now. Can, can we <laughs> see what she's drew on you? <laughs> yeah, so it's on my forearm. Delicious, delicious. Uh, Look at that. I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring the camera down so you can see it proper. So I got this a is bonfire why from this Dark podcast Souls. is on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not a penis in there. I'm disappointed, Candy. There is. There's You're no one. You, yeah, you don't know. <laughs> underneath, underneath there the actually was. There actually was. I had to disguise the peen. Yeah. It's lovely. It's absolutely stunning. It now it pops lovely that. So I'm 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 currently in the um in the crispy stage where everything's like quite scarred up and looking gnarly when you look close at it. But um, Candy, wait while he's messaging you in the middle of the night, going, "Why is it so itchy?" <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We did. Watch it when it's itchy. Yes. Oh god, the, I, I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the itch. I did. Um, we did have to apologise to the Airbnb owners because the morning after we got the tattoos, we woke up and their pristine white bedding was imprinted with our tattoos. Uh, yeah, I should have told you about that. Sorry. Yeah, that does also happen, mate. That does yeah. also happen. Also, was quite surprised at the, at the first washing of said tattoo when just all this gunk flows out of your arm. Like, yeah. It's the black fluff for me. Like, where, where, where does the black fluff come from? I have no the idea. Bed. There's always black fluff. Um, but mm. no, it, it was a fun experience, and I got to hang out with um, uh, Acid Pearl as well. She's oh, boring, yeah. isn't she? Oh, she's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> mm. I've never seen. Uh, I thought you had a lot of pop vinyls. Now I've never seen someone with so many fucking pop vinyls in their office. But did, yeah, I, we, thought, she, I yeah. thought she brought you with her. Like, I've got my, my bag of pop vinyls. <laughs> Well, so, so, so both Candy and Acid Pill have these stacks of pop vinyls in, in their working areas. Candies are all themed, though. They're all Fallout ones. Mm-hmm. Whereas, the Fallout and Butt Stallion, cause yeah. only because Butt Stallion hasn't found a home yet. Yeah, but Acid Pill has so many of them, it's unreal. We had to pull an intervention. It was bad. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, we uh, had a day in Bristol where we got to see the SS Great Britain. Big steamership. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I bashed my head six times in it because turns out people in this in the eighteen hundreds were a lot shorter than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fucked. 
Um, we also went over to Wales Not and, me. We, and we met Supernatural. Stick it be fine. Even doing star jumps in it. Cartwheels and everything. What's it? What's it? Imagine his stick being like a little hobbit. Wee! Wee! <laughs> a stocky hobbit, though. So much room for activities. A hench hobbit stick. Hench. Well, so, well, stick, if you want to get competitive with someone when you go down there, they, they do a thing where you can, I think you pay like £12 each and uh, they'll let you climb up the rigging to the cruise. He'd do it. He'd do it. That rigging in the rigging. I'm not competitive, mate. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know where you um, get that from. <laughs> we went over to Wales and we met Super Natty Cat and Robotic Monkey. That was fun. Lovely country. Lovely yeah. country. Um, we went up to this pub that was the most Welsh pub in the world. Um, Can you pronounce it? Nope. Um, the Centre <laughs> Pete, Ping. Where, where we ordered pizzas the for some reason. But you, know, you know that traditional Welsh food pizza? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we met a flat earther. So that was fun. <laughs> Not um, flatbreader. Flatbreader! Flatbreader! And then you'll hate this one. So we went um, camping with one uh, Pip's friends. I love camping. Uh, up, up on the hill he owns. Oh. Yes. He, 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 he is a man that was born, born into land. And he, he owns land. Giant, I don't like him. He has this giant fucking hill outside of Loxton. Oh, just, he he, he dri- drives you up in. Does he and, wear and, a paisley jacket and, <laughs> and, and he's got a rifle on his arm? No. No, he's he's more he's more like think of like an American redneck, but with a West Country accent. Sounds hilarious. you miss you missed out one one detail about your pizza, not well, your pizza specifically. Oh somebody yes, else's pizza. Oh yes, yes. Supernatty Cat is also a food pervert and does not eat her pizza handles. Quite right, quite right. So she why would she? She has to go down into the fire with candy. Disgusting. Yes, she's Honestly. in. We don't do that feature anymore, but she's in. She's in. I think you two separated at birth. <laughs> yeah, which one's the oldest? I am. We have yeah, the, well, the English you know the channel, the, the Bristol sister. Channel between us. The swimmable channel. Very, very <laughs> swimmable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, you can basically walk it when the tide's out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's done it full of shit, though. But, yeah, yeah, full it, of the south. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a lovely little holiday, and we got to see a lot of people, and we had a great deal of fun. And surprisingly, didn't spend too much money. It was spent. Thanks for the invite again. I mean, you, you're welcome to come, but it's the South Oodles, and they charge more than <laughs> one pound eighty. He knows me too well. He knows me. It's too nice well. there. I like going around there. Yeah, I like going down nice. there. It's nice. The um the, the roads are fun to drive, uh, especially when you can when you get off the motorway and you get into the backcountry roads. You can get up a bit of speed, and people drive like psychopaths around there. Mm. I like going in the gorge. Like, yeah, Cheddar Gorge is fun. Just I've never been to Cheddar Gorge because <sighs> she is. Like sides of these hills. Even I've been to Cheddar Garden. It hurts like 10 miles away from me. <laughs> and it's the, the south. <laughs> the worst part about us staying in Cheddar, however, is the people is the the people who were just trying to recreate a Fast and Furious film, blasting up and down that gorge at all fucking times of the day and night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in their motorbikes yeah, yeah. and their fucking yeah, yeah. chaved up hot hatches. Oh, the sound was so annoying. But yeah, although, otherwise, really, really nice And I got coloured in. Well, I didn't go on holiday this week. Did you t- other two go on holiday this week? Mm-hmm. I did not go on holiday other no. than to wherever Baldur's Gate is set. <laughs> we'll talk about that very soon. I had a day trip. I will also talk about that later. Uh, yeah, just a day trip. I'll talk about that later. Excellent, excellent. You'll hate it. So, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I was very, very worried this week thinking, 
He's still away. He's still in international waters, shitting through the eye of a needle. We're not going to have <laughs> any breaking news. <laughs> but it turns out he's, he's played a good one, and he's played a blinder international news. It's time for breaking news. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. Gaming news, film news, under my feet. Latest news, weird news, that's all that we need. We got the news, we got the news, and everybody's like, oh fuck yeah, there here comes the news, we got the news, we got the news, and everybody's like, yesterday we heard it, let's do it again. We got the news, we got the news, so everybody put your hands in the air. Tonight is the night, we say, Biggie's breaking news. 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 Absolute banger. You went hard. I'm impressed. That was for me, wasn't it? You did not have to go that hard, but well done. Yeah. What a song. I've got cover the news. And he's got an audio on. Take it off. I am not really warm now. Man wears an hoodie any time. He likes being warm, this kid. Yeah. You know, it's, not, it's quite cool here. Now the aircon unit is working. <laughs> right. Whew. Right. Into the world of gaming. Uh, Square Enix shares price drops amid claims Final Fantasy 16 did not meet high-end expectations. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the publish, publisher reported its Q2 2023 earnings on Friday, uh, during which it stated that the revenue had increased around what? Oh, revenue what? had increased what? around fourteen year on year, but profits had dropped around sixty five percent. That's massive. Uh, mm-hmm. In the latest, the company share price—it's the lowest the company share price has been since May twenty twenty two—and according to Bloomberg, its worst intraday drop in three years. It dropped from six thousand three hundred sixty six yen to five thousand four hundred fifty four. And um, yeah, so apparently you know, you know what's 16... happened. You know what's happened in this last three years, though, don't you? Sold half of their IP. They did. Also, so the knock-on the, effect. I I love when Square Enix puts stuff out like this. Oh, it didn't it didn't meet the high end sales expectations. Final Fantasy 16 sold three million units in its first week. What were your fucking <laughs> expectations, mate? It's, it's because it costs like a billion dollars to make. That's why. <laughs> It's just it makes me laugh for that company. It's happened. It's happened in 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 way back when as well. They release like the, the flagship Final Fantasy games, the bad ones, and people go mental for it. Like Final Fantasy Thirteen sold bucket loads, and it wasn't console exclusive, which is another thing. Mm-hmm. But then they bring out one that everyone loves, sixteen, <laughs> and they don't fucking sell. No. <laughs> and it's console exclusive. Do you see the problem there? I, I honestly think Square Enix don't really know what they're doing. They have no yeah, fucking idea like what they're doing. Get These the Enix the bit that... out. No, keep the Enix bit in. That's no, the Dragon was... Quest people. <laughs> no, Squaresoft was better. Squaresoft. Then Enix Shut came up. along. <laughs> right, well, this might explain this latest tweet from Hin... Hironobu Sakaguchi. Yeah. Hironobu Sakaguchi. 
That's Sir Hironobu Sakaguchi. The creator of Final Fantasy, who praised it by calling it the ultimate fantasy, Final Fantasy, in a tweet earlier this week. So he's obviously trying to drum up a bit of uh, it's excitement on the, on the game. He don't even work for the company anymore. Yeah, I know, but he clearly wants to see it do well, it's doesn't he? Of course, he a good game, the but it, it happens every time. Final Fantasy XII is one of the best ones. Didn't sell, did it, Gadget? No, despite the fact the, that millions people, of people who actually bought it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people want the shit ones. <laughs> people want the shit ones. But yeah, selling two million copies in its only weekend. Three million. How is... How is yeah? How is that a bad thing? They just want they want like destructive. They want GTA Five numbers, don't they? All these companies and they're not. Yeah, but, yeah. Them. I mean, GTA Five's numbers have, have taken like over 10, ten years. Ten years to appear. You know, it's like it's yeah. like GTA Five sold well when it was released, but it wasn't until it hit the PS4 and uh, Xbox One that it really. I read kind this of took article off. and I, I read an article attached to this saying that like Final Fantasy Seven that came out in 1997 is still selling. Yeah, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So it's just a slow burn square. Relax, dude. Relax. <laughs> it's the hard up for money. It's, no, just exactly. the same as, it's the same as the movie industry in it where everyone wants their film to earn as much as a Marvel film. And it's like, it's, it's not just not going to happen. No. It's, it's, it's a single player action RPG for one console. Not PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, just PlayStation 5. What the fuck do you want? You've done this to yourselves. That's all I say. Bring it out and everything else. Yep. Next. Next up, uh, Red Dead Redemption is coming to the Switch. <laughs> so, <laughs> after weeks of um, teasers and rumours of there being a remaster coming, it wasn't that at all. It's basically Red Dead Redemption is coming on the Switch, on the eShop on the 17th and of August, and a physical copy is due on the 13th of September, uh, October. This- is potentially the worst platform you could possibly play on it. Yeah, because, please don't play it on play the Switch. It on. Because if you remember, same with Metal Gear Solid 4, it's got an adaptive trigger type thing, hasn't it? It's got it some does, yeah. It's got some more like nuance because it was PS3, Xbox 360 generation where triggers had more adaptability. The, yeah, Switch, well, the Switch has is none of this. <laughs> it's on our own. It's gonna you're just gonna bang, shoot. You know when you play Red Dead Redemption 2, you can squeeze the trigger sl- slightly can't you on the quick draw and stuff you're not going to get yeah. none of that on this you're oh, just going to oh, be bashing arse by accident all the time also also on an addendum to that they, they, they've confirmed that there is a port of it coming to the PS4 a port not a remaster it's just That's the disgusting the PS3 game just pushed onto the PS4 it's going to be cheap though right PS5 no 50 quid they can fuck off <laughs> <laughs> or if you've got an Xbox, just buy it off the Xbox stuff. Exactly. Because it's get, get a disc. I ain't <laughs> sucking no Xbox dick because I never do, but they've got it right. They've got it fucking well, yeah, right. Yeah, because the, the Xbox has the frame rate boost and the 4K upgrade. Exactly. And a great controller to play it on. Mm. Yeah. And the, and the, I don't and the, be a moron, guys. And the daft thing, daft thing is, the Xbox is doing that with just like top level software the Xbox has. Like, literally zero effort has been put in by Rockstar to make this like acceptable for the users. I remember playing um, on on the Xbox One S when I had that. Uh, playing um, uh, Lost Odyssey, sixty frames per second, upscaled, yeah. upresed. I'm like, great, this right? game's fifteen years old, and I'm still <laughs> just doing it automatically. Why can't I, Sony do that? I, I've had Red Dead One available since the last like several months of the Xbox 360's life because yeah. it was on sale for like four quid. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll buy that. And then because I never had the next Xbox. 
yeah. I went over to PS4. I just never played it. And then when I was going through my Series X, it was like, oh, all these old games I can play. So it's downloading them. Yeah. Sat there waiting to be played at some point. It's a good game, especially the DLC. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic game mm. to play. It's not as serious as the second one. Be, be ready for the goofball shit because it's goofy as fuck that first game. It's proper daft. Do you ever play Red Dead Revolver? That game was fucking insane. I liked it, but it's a completely different game, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's like a, by, a corridor made by shooter ja- thing. Yeah, made by a Japanese dev. It was what the yeah, Japanese I- thought a Wild West game should look like. I, I liked Red Dead Revolver, but yeah. Uh, better than Gun. Remember Gun? Oh, hmm. Gun was bad. Gun was bad. The Indian slaying simulator. That's yeah. what it was, that was, it was titled as. Disgusting. I, compl- I completed wow. Gun. I hated it. I hated it. You, you could only skin Native Americans in it. <laughs> what the fuck? Gun yeah. skin. And white people. <laughs> yeah, bad cowboys, aren't they? Cowboys are bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, mate. It's true. But yeah. Next. Uh, Keith David is the new voice of Savala in Destiny 2. Following the sad passing of Lance Reddit earlier this year, Bungie have now announced that Keith David will be the new voice of Savala in Destiny 2. Uh, Savala is one of the most important characters in the story and lore, and Keith David uh, earlier this week put out a video message to fans to say he's honoured to take on the part, and he hopes to continue the integrity that Lance brought to the role. Motherfucker Keith David. I mean, if you're going to... If you, if you have to replace one of the most iconic black male voices in the industry. The next most iconic black male voice in the industry <laughs> is perfect. It's the baritones, isn't it? Voice. It's, it's, it's the baritones, the deep, the deep guttural, oh, Keith soulful voices that they've voice. both got. I, I, could, both. I could listen to him read the phone book. It'd be great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it when he called himself motherfucker Keith David. It's because so... he is motherfucking <laughs> Keith David. I love that. I'll always call him that for me, forever. I, I, I can't remember who Savala is, but I played a lot of Destiny 2. And... Zavala's the, uh, the, the, the Titan emissary guy? The oh, bo- I, I wasn't bald, a Titan. Bald, a big blue guy. Yeah, bald blue I was skin. a hunter, so I probably barely talked to him. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have talked that much to him, but you do encounter him. Like he does, he's, he's very much yeah. pushing the story. Oh, the big red and white armor guy. Big red and white armor, blue skin, bald yeah. head. Yeah, that's Zavala. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Well, I didn't know Destiny 2 still had fans, to be fair, but yeah, go for it. Why not? Lovely that, lovely. Next, cost loads of fans. <laughs> All ten of them. Just fun. It's just fun to play on your own instead. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, THQ Nordic posted his last running teaser on Twitter earlier this week. Uh, they posted the following: "says Who is the last running in a future battle ravaged New York City? A lone surviving turtle embarks oh, on a turtles. seemingly hopeless mission seeking justice for the loss of his family." The official video game adaptation of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Last Ronin coming to PC, Xbox Series X. Not not PS5 though. No, it, it no. is PS5. It literally says oh, it right there. PS5. Gotcha. I was. <laughs> it would have upset me that. It would have upset me. I was playing. Um, I was doing it on purpose. I was waiting for a reaction. People don't know who the Last Ronin is. Can I sort of spoil it for you all? No. Okay. I don't because I want to know the story. I want to play it and know the story. <laughs> so yeah, this is set in a futuristic war ravaged uh, New York City. Darker tones aimed at an older, more mature audience, based on a limited graphic novel uh, a where only one novel. Ninja Turtle uh, survives. Um, senior VP, senior VP of Paramount compared it to games like God of War, and Ooh. yeah, it's coming to old consoles. Uh, it's developed by Black Forest Games, and it's still likely to be a few years off. All the party dudes will love that game. I'm well excited for it. Yeah, it does look great. And obviously, dr- drum up interest with the new Turtles film out at the minute. Yeah. 
The last I, Tales is great. I mean, it's good. Last Tales is completely different, but I love Tales. Yeah, Shred- Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, yeah, it's good. If anyone's like got any passing interest in Tales, I do recommend the books. They are fucking. They are not cartoons. They are no, brutal. They are adult. Yeah, I, I read the original graphic novel years ago. Oh, and it's, it's, oh, it's the black so and white good. one is so yeah. fucking good. Was quite surprised when like someone gets stabbed and there's like a blood spurt. I was like, oh, oh, this yes. is not what I grew up with, but yes. I like it. Yes. I bet yes, it's not sir. as good as the original films, though, the live action ones. They were banging. <laughs> yes, it is. Don't be stupid. <laughs> the, the, first the first one's great. <laughs> yeah. The second yeah. one less so. The third, the third one. one. We don't talk about that. The third one when they go to Japan. The, like, yeah. like feudal Japan. <laughs> I love the turtles so much, and I'm just glad that it's back in the zeitgeist. It's all back. Everyone's turtle mania is coming back. I might get the um, I might get the turtle van again. <laughs> I might just buy myself a turtle van. Why not? <laughs> I fucking love my turtle Go, Ninja, oh. go, Ninja, go. <laughs> yes. Oh, bring, get Vanilla Ice back now. Love it. I'll play shit out last run, it's a great book. Um, if you don't want it spoiling for you guys, don't read it before you play the game, because there's some... Big. Someone's going to spoil it. I'm going to have to mute it on and it's Twitter not, or something. The big, the big spoiler is not who the last Ronin in is. It's some parts of it. There's more spoilers to it. The, it's one of the turtles, obviously. You all know that. But it's just, yeah, it's a great, it's a great novel. Really good. Next. Uh, South Park Studios announces next South Park game. An all-new South Park game is coming, but in 3D. Kyle and Kenny are back in three-dimensional three-dimensional glory to celebrate the most magical day of any young kid's life, a snow day. Grab up to three friends and battle your way through the snow-powered oh. streets of South Park on a quest to save the world. Enjoy a day without school. South Park comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch on in 2024. Um, I don't like the look of this. No, it looks like a pile of shite. It sounds shite. It's the latest of turkeys again. No, I don't mind the being like, like it. You don't have to play it with friends. You can play it by yourself. Oh, but it's is it like not an it, RPG like the last two, which were no. Amazing. I think it's meant to be more like Diablo style. Yeah, it's doing an RPG. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, well, hmm. I don't like the style at all. It just I liked the fact that the last two games were like in the, like style the program of a South Park program, like you were in the episode. This does not. This is giving me vibes of that PS. South Park game, oh, N sixty four one. Yeah, one. Mm. yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. Oh, also, so also, I think I think making a game out of South Park, it works as an RPG more than an action game. Well, it, because... it played on the jokes of that, like when you're in mid mid boss battle, and it's like car, car, and they all have to get off the yeah. road and wait for a car <laughs> to go past. Just, yeah, and and and, and like <clears throat> when when the difficulty options and the darker your skin, the harder the game was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like being a Jew, which is like a paladin. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah, they did such a good job with Stick of Truth and uh, Fractured Butthole. Like this one seems yeah. like this one seems like a misstep. It might be a really fun game to play, but could be. I, I think as soon as I saw that trailer and I saw kind of Cartman in his wizard hat in three D, I was just like, yeah, South Park doesn't I work don't in three D. Three D South Park. That's disgusting. I don't want to see when you just see Kenny's silhouette outside of his head. It's just a big dome. Yeah, coming out of his face is awful. No, it, it. I mean, it's like seeing like South Park like figurines or plushies in the real world. It's just like it doesn't look right. Bring back Chef's Love Shack. Remember that game? <laughs> Bring that back. That was a right good game. That these chocolate slotty balls. Yeah, <laughs> we're not getting none of that Isaac Hayes anymore. Though will we? We won't get, we won't get any Isaac no, Hayes stuff anymore. That man's retired. <laughs> 
retired hard. He, he, he retired very fucking hard, mate. <laughs> what a fall from grace. <laughs> Next. Uh, Tekken boss uh, Katsuhiro Harada hits back at City Threats for irate Eddie Gordo fans. Veteran developer what? of the series and director of Tekken 8 has spoken up about the troll, the trolling and harassment causing real damage to the team's morale and even incurring additional financial costs uh, to the larger fighter gaming community. Harada shared an image where one individual threatened to hit him with a burning hammer if the uh, Eddie Gordo wasn't part of Tekken 8. Basically, because Eddie Gordo Gordo hasn't been announced yet, dickheads have been dickheads. Why can't they announce him later on as a... a a guest character at some point or notably they haven't revealed the entire roster they were like saying, all fighting games do there was there, there was a there was a leak from the devs someone like took a photo of a screen that showed like a um an early version of the roster and eddie gordo wasn't on on it wasn't he might not be rather. part of the story stig knows the lore of tekken's deep and vast well also it doesn't fucking matter it's a game yeah, you know if he's not in there play a different character yeah. Is Christie also, in it? Also, I don't know. Also, um, all these games, the, all these characters eventually come out as DLC or yeah. unlockables mm. anyway. So exactly, they never, they never miss anyone too busy out. Looking after his orphanage to play exactly because that's what he did at the end. I remember <laughs> <laughs> too busy with the kids that was yeah. fighting in some silly little tournament for dick waving. Last few the, uh, last few games, they had Eddie and Christie in the same yeah. game. You had two capoeiras. It, it's moaning. It, it's absolute madness that the people are moaning like this and like actually threatening developers because a character well, is not the fucking in game. Exactly, a character is not in the fifteenth iteration of the game that they love. Like fuck, he off. will turn up. There will be yeah, a capoeira fighter in up. that game. Is 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 the whole game's a love letter of martial arts, and it's one of the biggest martial arts. He's a cheat fighter anyway. Even though I love playing out of him. He's just he's a massive cheat fighter. <laughs> he, is, he is. He is. He is. No one's mastered Eddie Gordo, have they? Nobody's spinning, spinning around on his hands and just like kicking kicking people. I don't know. Yeah, he's, but he's... it doesn't matter how cool it is. You're not going to go and attack someone with a flaming hammer, are you? If he's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I you about, would. I might be wrong. All I care about is Armour King and Paul Phoenix. That's all I'm about. That's all I'm about. You've seen Paul Phoenix's hair. <laughs> yes. It's insane. Lost his, lost his chill, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Paul Phoenix. He's my main, when? and Armour King's my second main. When is Tekken oh, Armour King? Is it this year? No, no, they don't know yet. It's not official date yet. I, I, again, I think, Armour King is slightly different to King. Remember, I think they're going to delay it till twenty twenty four, just because of Street Fighter Six and Mortal Kombat. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can't, can't have three temple fights. It does look stunning though. The game it's looks too, stunning. It's too slow for me. No, is it? I like to be a bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, stop being dickheads, gamers. Oh, well, I hate gamers. From, from, <laughs> well, this isn't so much gamers, more so much the uh, the backlash of gamers towards the developers. Overwatch 2 mm. swiftly branded Steam's worst game of all time. <laughs> Overwatch 2 was released on PS5 and PS4 back in October 22. And the shift to free-to-play drew massive crowds initially, but deeper issues were quickly di- discovered. The player base has been declining ever since, which is fairly normal for service games, but with what's new for Blizzard is the great equaliser Steam, launching into the egalitarian, egalitarian painful expose ecosystem on Friday. Overwatch 2 
was immediately plummeled, plummeled into oblivion, free-falling to the very bottom of Steam's 250th Hall of Shame list. <laughs> People uh, don't gadget, like that game! You tell us the story, because you know it all. Yeah, so so o- Overwatch was considered one of Blizzard's kind of top games when it first came out in 2016. I loved it. I played so much of it. Great multiplayer shooter. It had microtransactions, but there were kind of loot boxes, but you also, like, you would get loot boxes every time you leveled up. So like, was it just for yeah. skins? So it wasn't for game. And it was game. It, no, yeah, it was just for skins. It was just for sprays, I'm cosmetics. Fine I'm fine that with that kind of thing. Um, and also notably, there were two quid for a loot box. Like it was quite cheap comp- for comparatively for loot boxes. Cost gadget um, four hundred quid that week. <laughs> I think I put about fifty quid into it all, all told. <laughs> but I played about five hundred hours of it, so I was fine. Who was your main? Um, I, I was a support main, so Mercy was my main. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'm glad you've told the, the world. She, she She's the one that looks like an angel and the feature of most of I the do Overwatch know players. Yes. Yeah, I do know that. Not from the pawn, guys, <laughs> not from the pawn. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I was a very good healer um, and I, I saved a lot of fights. Anyway. Just like real life. So when Overwatch 2 was announced, what they said was that they were going to create a PvE story mode for it because... There would always Ooh, be nice. these kind of PV, PVE special events for it, which would give some of the lore. And there were big, there was a lot of good lore to Overwatch. There's a lot of interesting storytelling going on in a multiplayer game, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, but then Blizzard turned out to be a shower of bastards. All the kind of sex scandal stuff came out with them and Activision. Um, Jeff Kaplan, the game's lead, left because he saw the direction the company was going. And they released Overwatch 2 last year as a bit of a mess. They got rid of the PvE campaign, just completely just dropped it entirely. Um, They changed the party composition, so instead of 6v6, it was 5v5, which meant fights were slower and more awkward. Um, Mm. New heroes became paid for, I believe, or paid for early access. They put in a battle pass. Uh, Skins are now like 25 quid for legendary skins, Um, and they're not that imaginative either. And then they keep recycling special events, so like... You still get like every Halloween, you get um, you get the Junkrat horde mode um, event and shit like that. Every Christmas, you get the May um, snowball fight one and stuff. So like what that. I'm like, gathering from this is the company don't give a fuck. Company don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> they, they also got rid of the the people who were charged with like removing the toxicity from the game. So the voice chat and text chat in it is just an absolute mess of horrible people, and they fucked it. They basically fucked, they took one of the, one of Blizzard's best games. And absolutely ruined it with lack of support. They screwed around Man, the that esports division. Company's fucked. It, it it is, and the thing is, like them, they would they never would have got any of this feedback because normally, like all the games just come out on Battle.net, not Steam. So this coming out mm. on Steam has just meant people could just voice their opinions in the reviews, and it's absolutely smashed it down the list. It is, it's thoroughly I'm deserved. Because and this is the first year in my well, first time in my life that a Diablo games come out and I'm not bought it. Same. I've had every Diablo game. I'm just the first done. One. I'm just, I'm just fucking done. And it's not even a political stance or anything like that. I just, I know don't. they don't produce the quality that they used to produce. No, they just micro microtransaction everything to death. Yeah. Just not. I'm just not down for it anymore. I've just no. had enough. I finally voting with my wallet. My Excellent. tight, tight, chained up wallet. <laughs> that wallet <laughs> that only opens if you're absolutely sure that that money is to <laughs> yeah. be spent. There's moths <laughs> in that fucker. Well. Well, speaking of a game that won't microtransaction transaction you to hell, mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3 is currently the best-reviewed PC game of all time. Well done. 
It's officially better than Half-Life 2. Yes. Yep. Uh, it sits at number number one with 97. Number two is Disco Elysium, the final cut at 97. Well deserved. And Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3? God. <laughs> two. <laughs> He's just announced it. It's official. It's <laughs> happening. Just made myself sad. Half-Life 2, 96. So yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. More on that later. But yeah, mm. well done, Baldur's Gate 3. Well done. Well done, Larry, and I've always been a big fan. Larry's very, very good at as what a they new, do. As a new studio in comparison to some of the huge ones, it's fucking great to see that these kind of things are in good hands. But more on that later. On to the world of film. 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 And film. 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 Um, Disney Plus is following in Netflix, Netflix's footsteps. Bad news, password sharers. Disney Plus is also initiating plans to cut down on sharing accounts months after Netflix brought in the controversial changes. Disney CEO Bob Iger confirmed the news in the company's latest earning calls, saying it will come into effect in 2024. Um, Brilliant. Actually, well done, Netflix. Look what you've done now. Yeah, mm. but also it's actually worked out <laughs> right for Netflix because their subscriptions have gone up. So. <laughs> I'm not it's paying for Disney Plus. My friend is, and yeah, I don't no. like this one bit. I pay for Netflix. You know, my brother plays for Disney Plus, so you know you can all a... get like free Disney Plus for a year with your phones and stuff like that, don't you? Uh, if... oh, yeah, that involves going on a phone contract. Yeah, no, but when you ball. do anyway, at least you're getting a year out of it. I don't go on phone contracts. <sighs> oh, sure. Not all of us can afford to buy a thousand pound phone. Hey, you don't have to buy a thousand pound. Do you get it? I have to go on phone contracts. <laughs> so do I, mate. I'm, I'm fucking tight. So anyway, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's loads of ways to do it. Range phone. Yeah, same. Um, but also... again, again, I've never password shared anything before. Because again, we've been being tight. If I'm paying for something, no one's using my shit. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's asked me before. I like, she I asked me like, once. I love that you're so tight. You won't let other people mooch off you. No, <laughs> brilliant. I won't. My mum asked me once, she went, can we borrow your Netflix for a week? I went, no, because I'll never see it back. I'll never see it back. <laughs> you know, you can still log into it when others are logged in, right? The, the, no, the I didn't know that, that, but I don't care. The weird thing I don't about care. the Netflix thing is... I'm paying like, for it. My brother still uses mine, and it just says, it's just part of your household, and you click yes, and then you move on, and nothing's it's a big happened house. since. <laughs> you just say it's a big house. <laughs> it's a big house, he lives... You know, it might be half a mile down the road, but it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a big house. It's a big, it's a big fucking house, Netflix. It's huge. But yeah, he, he, he pays for one, I pay for the other, so it kind of works out all right. But That's different, though, isn't it? My mum weren't willing to do that. She just yeah. wanted to borrow it for a weekend. You fuck off. We'll see. Fuck off. No one's we'll see. mooching see how that works. me. But that's not coming into effect for a while anyway. Uh, speaking of Disney uh, adjacent, Marvel Studios, F- FFX... VFX, come on, baby, you can do this. Workers vote to unionize in historic move. So, unless you've been living under a rock this last month or so <laughs> and didn't know there was a current strike going on, um, there's been disputes over streaming res- residuals and encroaching of AI. And now another part of the industry looks to banding together in solidarity against the rising demands of film and TV production. Visual effects artists working at Marvel Studios have for the first time voted to unionize under IATSE, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. It's a notable shift, not only because it of previous reports about difficult working conditions for VFX houses in the current uh, filmmaking landscape, including Marvel projects, but also because VFX workers have largely been non-unionized in the past. Mm. 
I bet there's some mega crunch that goes on there. Wasn't it? It was Spider-Verse, uh, Spider wasn't it? That they, yeah. um, loads of, loads of people left. Marvel's been under the, under the cost of this for literally the last couple yeah, of years because they're, they're trying to pump out so much. Them and Disney are just so much content coming from them that the teams just can't keep up. And that's why stuff's coming out and looking like is that um, average? Like in that, gru- that, that group on X at the moment that are saying um, boycott Ahsoka because there's something it's called X. Twitter. Boycott Ahsoka. <laughs> there's a show called a Star Wars Ahsoka, and yeah. people are like boycott it, boycott it, and make sure you don't get the viewing figures. And to be fair, like I love a bit of unionization, even when it it mean makes my life hard. Like when they had bus strikes over year and stuff, I still grumbled that there were no buses, but I was still in back of my head going, "Go on, lads." But are those people saying boycott it because of this or just because it's a woman-led show? Probably because it's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) And she's not even British. (laughs) She's an alien. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is a good thing because they've been, you know, kind of worked into the ground and not having, you know, and then everyone complains about how bad the visual effects look. I mean, sometimes you can literally go back to films from 10 years ago in that early Marvel phase, and it looks better yeah. than what they're pumping out now because they just don't have the time, resources, and money yep. to do it. The, there's there's also an element as well as the way that industry works. Is I can't remember who put out there was a video of someone put out on YouTube about it, explaining it, but it's basically a, a lowest bidder gets the work, mm-hmm. and in, yeah. in a, lot, in a yeah. lot of cases, a VFX house will overpromise for the first contract because they know it'll get more contracts going on. So they'll like they'll, just they'll, a bunch the portfolio up. Yeah, so they'll, you know, once you're in with Marvel, Marvel and Disney for VFX stuff, then you've probably yeah, you got a, ten years. A, you might have a good ten years with it, but it means your first yeah. couple of projects are going to be. You have the money for three people working ten hours a day for three months on it, when actually yeah. the amount of effort required to do it needs five people over a year or something like that, you know. But you just have to crunch, and it's all awful. I can say is all I can say is keep. Fucking striking. People died for your rights to unionize. Fucking keep striking it. And nothing's gonna get done unless this this like this casualties from it. Not I don't mean human casualties, I mean casualties from the medium, the art. Uh, you've got to you've got to do it. There's there's sacrifices have got to be made. There there is also a threat that the VFX workers have encountered, which is um offshoring of visual effects work yes yes um, i've seen this uh, there's a lot there's, of chinese stuff and that. There's, a, there's a lot of chinese companies there's a lot of companies in the philippines because um, they're not allowed to unionize they're not allowed to unionize but also obviously you know because of currency differences they ultimately become cheaper and yes. this is to protect their jobs so Fuck yeah him. good for them get on it yeah i'm i'll i'll i will back i would back that to the hill mate every time yep. cool next um, this isn't much so much of a news story. I just want to throw this in for me. First official look at Hayao Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron uh, with some images found their way onto the internet this week. And I'm yes, just happy to them. report it looks very nice and a lot does. like a Studio Ghibli should look. After yeah. So it doesn't it look like earwig. Yeah, it doesn't look like earwig. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's lovely. That's I, 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 saw, I saw these images as well. And I was like, you get them warm fuzzies in your belly. Yeah, it's t- typical of Miyazaki as well. You've got a heron there, and the heron has human teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you were close to a heron stick? Yeah. All got crunchy teeth. Yeah. They've been to Turkey. <laughs> Turkey teeth. Turkey <laughs> heron teeth. teeth. <laughs> um, nice. It wouldn't be a news story if we didn't have something like an Oppenheimer or Barbie thing, but Oppenheimer has joined Letterboxd's One Million Watch Club, second fastest film to pass the milestone behind Barbie. 
It's also joined the top 10 highest grossing R-rated films of all time. Excellent. Fantastic. Yep. Brilliant. Uh, last two um, here. Oh, three, actually. Sasha Baron Cohen plans Ali G comeback. Oh, Sasha no. Baron Cohen is pl- planning to revive <laughs> Ali G. can't go well. <laughs> the infamous spoof wannabe gangster who became a comedy star 25 years ago for a new stand-up tour. Ali G became a hit thanks to his prank interviews and uns- unsuspecting experts on his TV show in the early 2000s. <laughs> he then starred in his own film and has made occasional appearances in recent years. Variety reported that Baron Cohen has been working on stand-up tour, which Ali G will feature. Oh, no. No details. Any, I can, ha- I can already details hear that. the hands rubbing together of Richard Maidler going, I can bring it back. I can bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> the most cringy oh. British moment of all time. Not realising <laughs> that Sasha Baron Cohen was doing it spoofily, but Richard Maidley thought it was legit. <laughs> We're going to get a load of fucking kids on TikTok just shouting booyaka yeah. shout all the time, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, which I cannot which is... wait. I'm actually <laughs> bumped. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, right, the best thing, and uh, Cohen's always been the same with all this stuff, he is the best when he's outside of Britain and he's interviewing politicians. Mm-hmm. Not even just Americans, there was loads. He went to South Africa and everything. Oh, yeah. When he's out of this country, because we all know him, we know, but we could tell that Borat was him. We could tell that Ali G is him. We could tell that Bruno is him. But anywhere else, for some reason, they've got these blinders on. They can't tell it's him. And <laughs> he can. Oh, when he made um, were it G- Gianni, the fucking New York old New York man, yeah. he made him admit that he was fucking being disgusting with women. Giuliani, yeah. that's it. And it's like you helped put that man away. <laughs> 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 well done. He's a like, political activist in his own right, isn't it? Well, he's a very and intelligent man, Sasha Baron Cohen. And he, and he has a lot man. of good points. Um, but God, I, I However, was, the fan I base is find, not the same. Yeah, I always <laughs> found the LEG character to be utterly grating. Like, his other characters I really like. Um, yeah. but I still, to this day, think Bruno is his best character. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think Bruno's the smartest character. But um, Bruno is smart when he when he's in the ring and he's uh, um, straight Dave or whatever he's called. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, he ends I'll... up he ends up copping off in front of all the illbillies with another man. I was very brave. I, I, no, I just like I've always liked Borat in the way. Borat's incredible, but you can't do that anymore because no. everyone knows who Borat is. There's several times he should have been killed as Borat in those two films. <laughs> 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 he did. He had to get a police escort out of the country, didn't he? At one yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it because he is an activist as well as a comedian. And have you seen him as a public speaker? He's, he's so yeah, enthusiastic yeah. about equality and stuff. And beautiful man by all by all accounts. So yeah. bring it on. But I think he, I think he could bring a different it's vibe to Ali G. Show though, isn't it? It's part of a stage yeah. show. Yeah, so I, I might really go see like... him actually. I might yeah. go see it. Uh, music. Skin Dread becomes second. Comes second in battle for first UK number one. The Welsh band found a new audience by TikTok dance trend. Dance trend has reached yeah. number two in the UK charts. The band's eighth studio album, Smile, was beaten to the top spot by Kean Ducrot's victory. Don't know who that is. Nope. Uh, their success. Their success <laughs> comes Come on, after, a vi- after a viral <laughs> dance video to their 2005 single "Nobody," led to the fans discovering the Newport's band back catalogue. Are they doing the Newport helicopter? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just, I just love a, a, 
a reggae Welsh metal band just fucking <laughs> absolutely stomping around. They have done some of the best live gigs I've ever been to in oh, my they're, life. They're every single festival, though, aren't they? There must be like more than one skin dread going around because you can't go <laughs> no, to a festival. No, they're just a very hardworking band and they're not skin, young anymore. No, they've got, so they got so many bangers as well. Like they, They're yeah, pretty yeah. underrated, I think. No, they're massively I, I think underrated. They're I think it's. Yeah, I think it's because it's the it's the combination of reggae plus metal. Like it doesn't really get out of there. It's not <laughs> That's like not supposed to work. It, 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 it's not like ska punk, which kind of like rode the pop punk wave. <laughs> I saw Skindred support Prodigy. That yeah. was one of the best oh, evenings. Well, I, was, I, was, I went to that tour. That was so good. It was stunning. It was the best thing ever. And then uh, Keith came out with Skindred for a little bit. And they were all just. Fucking moshing and jive. Oh, it was one of the best evenings of my life. And ecstasy were really good back then. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Never danced so hard at a gig it. in my life. Oh, yeah. I think I lost about two stools and sweat that night. Oh, it was such a good... It was, I think it was like a full two-year tour, that one. I think it was a massive tour, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a world tour, if I remember rightly. Yeah, fucking so good. Oh, I've got to miss Prodigy so much. Yeah. Oh, see, see, TikTok can be shit at times, yes. but I love how it can just revive a band like that. Eight eight albums down, 20-odd years yes. into the career, whatever. And such, such I hope they get massive. Well. <laughs> I hope yeah. they get massive. They're lovely lads, and this fantastic music. They said they were happy and ecstatic with the result. Mm-hmm. As it should be. Yeah. yeah. While smoking the biggest J ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last quick one before we go into the weird world web. Uh, usually we don't always do these, but I want to mention this one this week. This week we've sadly lost William Friedkin, uh, passed away at the age of 87. We did. Uh, we did. For those of you who don't know who he is, he's the director of The Exorcist, Scott, uh, Sorcerer, The French Connection, which he won an Oscar for Best Director. Incredible film. Uh, to live and die in LA, cruising with Al Pacino, Killer Joe, and Matthew McConaughey, to name a few. Mm. I didn't know he did Killer Joe. Yeah, yeah. Good for oh, him. He, he had such a vision that he didn't bring out film after film after film after film. He took his time, and he was like a director's director. Yeah, and just a writer in general, just fantastic vision. And that again, we spoke about Exorcist over other day, but wow, what well, a killer that film was. Um, like the first of its kind, the best of its kind. Nothing's ever yeah. topped it. Nothing's ever topped it. He yeah. had a great vision for cinematography and just everything about the medium. And it's a big, sad loss, that one. Yeah. His final film comes out later this year called The Kane Mutiny Court Martial. It's starring Keith Sutherland, Jason Clark, and Lance Reddick. That's got to be good. Oh, my God. Yeah, a film so- where you can be twice sad. Yeah. Also, also, <laughs> also with a title like the Kane Mutiny Court Martial, that sounds like it's going to be a big talky one. Yeah. I do love a talky. Yeah, so hopefully that's uh, a good one for him to go out on. Yeah, that'd be lovely, that. Yeah, support it. And finally, onto the weird world web, Texas woman attacked by snake and hawk at the same time whilst mowing her lawn. <laughs> a, Texas, a Texas woman has recounted her terror after being attacked simultaneously by a hawk and a snake while she was mowing her lawn. Peggy Jones from Silsby near Beaumont was carrying out the garden chore when a snake fell on her seemingly out of the sky. It wrapped itself round her arm, uh, she told NBC affiliate KRC-TV. The snake was squeezing so hard and I was waving my arm in the air and then this hawk swooped down, <laughs> clawing my arm over and over again. I just kept saying, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. <laughs> Miss Jones. Ain't helping. <laughs> I was the hawk. <laughs> I think this is one of those moments where it's specifically God going, fuck you in particular. <laughs> you would think that the snake would be wrapping itself around her leg with a name like Peggy, wouldn't you? Way! Oh, fuck it now. 
Miss Jones said the Hawk attempted at least four times to take the snake before eventually succeeding in its mission, leaving blood everywhere. Her husband ran out to see what was happening. I was yelling and screaming. He didn't know what I was saying. I thought I was bit by the snake, shuddered. Miss Jones said that she then went to hospital where she was treated for cuts uh, inflicted on her by the Hawk, bruises from the snake wrapping itself around her arm. And despite not being bitten by the snake, she had a narrow escape saying, I discovered the lens of my glasses were broken and there was snake venom on them. Fucking hell. <gasps> isn't, the, isn't a bird grab, uh, grabbing a snake an image in American culture? Isn't it a thing? No, no you, 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 you're thinking you're of the Gadsden flag, which is the don't tread on me thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bad one. Yeah, yeah the, bad, the bad flag. Uh, <laughs> remarkably. That's it. Don't tread had, on my bird. This is this isn't the first time that she's, she has previously survived a snake bite. Saying, I feel like the luckiest person to have ever survived this. Miss Jones has been back mowing the lawn since under the close supervision of her husband. <laughs> oh, in that case, that's fine then. That's a nightmare to me. He's like, what's a nightmare to me? I fucking hate. I hate snakes with a passion, and I'm not that keen on birds. No, so. they're a bit prehistoric looking, aren't they? I love, oh, yeah. the I love the idea of the husband like, the like, 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 like sat on their deck, holding the shotgun, watching the skies for snakes. Oh, it's, it's not a shotgun. It's a we'll get the raptor or something in the snakes. Where'd you take that from, Florida? Texas, Texas. Oh, it's a fucking AK-47 or a bazooka or something. It's something like that, isn't it? He's probably in a tank. Texas grenade, mom. Fuck that. I I saw a news story earlier this week. That's fucking amazing, that. The American dream (laughs) in motion. Love it. done. Sorry, that was a long news section, but there's a lot to cover. We needed it. We needed it. Lots happened this week. Let's get on with the show. It is a Nexus episode. It's time to Nexus this shit. Uh, I'm going to stick a little rest. Yeah, Candy, what have you been up to? <laughs> oh, do you want to know about a film? Or I tell you what, I've got a film and a book, but we'll do the film because I did a book last week. Um, hey, you nerd. I, I know. Fucking <laughs> reading and everything. <laughs> 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 I watched a film called Infinity Pool and somebody, I can't remember who it was, somebody wrote in about it last Plenty week. And Planty. 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 You said Planty really funny. Planty. Eh, Planty. Eh, Planty. What do you think of that then, eh? What accent's that? I was back to the Newport helicopter, sorry. Planty. 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 Eh, Planty. Can we ascend down, lad? Um, oh my god! Uh, wrong type, wrong place, wrong location in the country. Who <laughs> does say sen all the time? Anyway, sen, I watched Infinity yeah. Pool. Um, that's a fever dream. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> ten out of ten. We're yeah, ten out of ten. Actually, it was pretty good. So the plot is a young couple, the husband of which is a writer, go on holiday to a made-up island. Who have very strict laws. Um, they leave the... the so uh, visitors aren't allowed to leave their, their hotel places. Of course, they no. leave. They leave hotel. They get drunk. They, they get they blowjobs. They leave hotel. They, leave, they knock local man over, for which they're oh, no. sentenced to death. As a Fucking hell. That seems excessive, sentence, but okay. Sentenced to death by the uh, victim's eldest son. Now, for a hefty... Price, you can pay to have a clone of yourself made, and no the victim's son will shoot that instead. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um, none of which is explained particularly well. It's kind of just shown in very strange images. Um, however, some people get 
some people kind of like the kick of watching themselves get murdered and they'll do it again yeah. and again and again to the point where they don't know if they are the clone or they are the murderers <laughs> and they end up murdering themselves and That's this like becomes the a whole to, uh, thing. Invincible and clone brothers that they can't decide who was the original and one who was the clone. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, there's there's an element of that, but it's kind of not this. I mean, it's it's touched on, and all of this is happening whilst it feels a lot like you're on drugs. A lot of the time, it's. I wouldn't know. It's very good. It's very fun. I'm absolutely obsessed with Mia Goth at the moment. I absolutely love her as an actress. Which one's I, Mia Goth? Remind me. What's she been in? Uh, she's been in... Um, X. I'm going to Google, Pearl. don't worry. X, and she's been in... What was the other one I reviewed the other day? Pearl. Pearl. And she's oh, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. basically a, a kind of new screen queen, but actually she writes a lot of the films as well, and she's she she's a writer and producer as well. She's incredibly talented. She's very talented. bloody handsome as well. Very bloody handsome. She looks just like a sort of late 60s, early 70s. She does. Glamour queen. She does, Yeah. But she, she's such an amazing screen queen. But she, she's amazing in this. She plays annoying so well. Um, it also stars Alexander Skarsgård as well, the uh, Eric and the Vampire. And he's not fucking ugly, is he? Not at all. And there is tit and there's penis as well. So if you're into that, which I am very yes. much, <laughs> it's a film for you. Um, What's it called again? Infinity Pool. Infinity it's, Pool. It's worth a watch, but be prepared that it's going to give you a little bit of a headache, I think. I really want to watch it, but we're like, Kate was like, and it, she knows it needs to be a film we have to be in the mindset for. Very much so. But, yeah, very yeah. much so. So I've watched that and I watched um, 2001 recently and there was another film, I think it, I can't even remember what it was now, but every single film recently I've been watching have been Fever Dreams, so I'm starting to question my own sanity. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I've just looked this up on Wikipedia. This is directed by David Cronenberg's son, so you have to expect a level of fucking oh, weirdness. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's Brandon, oh, Brandon yeah. Cronenberg's Have director. you seen yeah, Possess- yeah, yeah. Possessor, Candy? No. Oh, you want to go on? There you go. <laughs> you want to go into another fever, fever dream? Like, that? he directed that one as well. Fucking hell, that is. That was the other film I watched, that fucking horrible thing you made me watch. What was Society. it called? Society. Society, yeah. So I watched I watched Society, I watched 2001, and I've watched this, um, Infinity Pool. Yeah, but that end into Society. Ooh. Top it off oh for the week God. with Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Let's top That's it off. easy. That's child's play watch, compared to watch, these. Watch Possessor. You'll not honestly. Should, it, should it, I actually though? If you want to carry on staying in this fever dream, yeah. I do not. I do not <laughs> want to stay in it. I want it's freedom. It's affecting a work stick. <laughs> I it's don't know what reality is. I've got a it, twitch now. It is brutal. It is fucked <laughs> she up. She keeps pinching herself. Am I awake? Am I yeah, give me, give me a couple of months and then I'll watch it. So, yeah. The other one, I'll, ju- I'll just quickly, because I have I didn't take long reviewing that because there's no... I mean, I didn't... But The thing is, if I talk too much of it, it'll <clears> kind of ruin it. You sort of have to go in knowing not a lot about it. Uh, I, I read another chiclet book this week. So after the success of uh, the last one I read, How to Kill Your Family, one was suggested to me called None of This is True by Lisa mm. Jewell. She's a best-selling author. It's, I, I don't know, this is not normally the kind of book that I go in for, but I read the synopsis and it um, centres over around a, pod, a female podcaster. So this is the one for me. So a Uh-oh. pair of 45-year-old women um, one of your which, age as well. Oh, do be quiet. I'm 21. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm 21 and I, I'm a young looking 21 as well. I think you're fine. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so um, 
first of the women is out on a birthday dinner at a local restaurant. She overhears another party. Um, it's another lady having her 45th, Euro- 45th birthday. And mm. she finds out that she's a podcaster and she convinces this podcaster to do a um, podcast on her life um, because she's hoping to make a massive change and she wants it to be documented. The podcaster agrees and it becomes more and more of a another mindfuck. This woman has gone through supposed grooming. She's got very unconventional daughters as children. She has a um, husband who's over 40 years older than her. And nice. she seems to have just been through the absolute ring of this woman. Turns out, bit of a nutter. Um, no. Which is where the title None of This Is True comes in. She you tell me a podcast is a nutter. Don't believe you. I know, right? Surely it's the podcasting that made her become a nutter. Um, it's kind of told from the perspective of it being a new Netflix documentary. So, you know, like um, making a murderer, that kind of thing. So And the Tinder, Tindler Swindler. Exactly that. So there's people kind of talking about it. Was it true? Was it not? Was this person in on it? Kind of that sort of thing. So it's it's like a, a crime thriller. Which, like I said, it's it's not my type of thing, but actually this was really entertaining. It was not quite such light reading as How to Kill Your Family. That that really is a kind of trashy novel. This was this had a bit of this had a bit of brain to it. This had a bit of thinking. You're going this, through your your your, your forty somethings trashy phase, aren't you? Do you know what? I think I've entered a new phase of life. Yeah, this is, this <laughs> is you recently, now. This is you now. I recently had you'll a be, birthday. You'll be reading Mills and Boone next. Oh yeah. <laughs> And um, he grabbed his throbbing member. Oh, it's been, been so long since I had a 50, throbbing member. 50. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't mean it like that. I mean, the number one rule is to never, ever admit to anyone in public that you are a podcaster because it just opens up a massive can of worms. Or a I got fucking papped in Zaza Bazaar. I, I spoke about that to my therapist this afternoon. Yeah. Somebody, okay, who, it might have been Robotic Monkey. Robotic I can't remember. Monkey. Saw me at, yeah, saw me at Zaza. Oh, Zaza Not good is enough. Great. Not good, is it, being famous? It's shit. Should have got oh, a gadget. It was, it was more the fact that I probably had about four plates in my hand. Not for my friends, for me. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a buffet <laughs> place, isn't it? Oh, it's Fighting so good. people off. Fuck off, I want that bit of sushi. I like buffet places because, yeah, you might think, oh, it's a bit pricey, but you can't stop. And it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. You can have your entire calorie intake for the rest of the week. And you're no, good. I take boxes with me. I take lunch boxes with me. <laughs> I've got, idea. I have a plate. We are eating for a week. It's got pizza. It's got sushi. It's got yeah. chicken wings. It's got uh, Indian food on there. It's all on one plate. And that's just <laughs> and the a plate to get you, That's just to get you warmed up. <laughs> yeah. That's once you decide what you actually want for dinner. <laughs> and when you go, when you sit there and you put your, you go, oh god, man, I couldn't eat anything else. I felt like I've had a basketball and chips for dinner. But then you're like. <laughs> Oh, dessert. Those Let's puds go. look nice. <laughs> Separate compartment. Chocolate fountain. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> okay. back to the book. Good. Recommend. <laughs> What's the book called? None of This Is True by Lisa Jewell. It's true. Cool, cool, cool. That's you done. That's me done. I'll go next. Um, I've just been playing a game. I fucking Never. hate games, but I've been playing them. Um, Remnant 2. I wanted to talk about this other week. <clears throat> now... I talked about Remnant. This is how long we've been podcasting when the first one came out. Yeah, it was I quite early its, on while we were doing it. Yeah, I sang its praises. I was like, oh, this is closest I've felt to a soul's like actually hitting the mark. Uh, Remnant 2's transcended that. It's not souls like anymore. It's its own thing. Um, I've heard very good things. It's 
the most fun I've had in a shooting game since when I first started playing Destiny 2. It's got that vibe. You know when you play when you're playing Destiny for the first time with the red war and everything and yeah. you've got the farm and all the, the good the good times. Remember the good times. The good Destiny 2. Yeah, and Destiny 2's and I'll still say it to this day, probably the best feeling shooter game you can fucking play. It feels amazing to play. You can't argue with the gunplay on Destiny 2. Now Remnant 2 feels just as good as that, in my opinion. It's a third person, so it's a different perspective. And basically what it is, it's a sequel to the first one. You don't need to have played the first one at all. It helps, but you don't. Even the first one's not even technically the first one. It's the second one, but let's not get into that. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's set in a, a post-apocalyptic world. You, you and your friend are looking for this uh, Ward 13, this safe haven. And it turns out, guess why you're the chosen one? No. Oh, no. And you have to go through uh, a, a couple of different worlds. These worlds are uh, 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 generated. What do they call it? Um, when it's procedurally generated. Procedurally generated. However, it does not fucking feel like it. It does not feel like it at all. This is the best procedural generation I've ever played in any game. Now, I've beaten this game three times now since I first started playing it. It's been a and slow week every for you. single Every single, yeah, it fucking has, mate. I also beat Red Dead Redemption 2 in between us. <laughs> so, uh, every time I've played this game, every world I've been in, it's com- been completely different. Not just corridors, not just enemies, story. The story has been completely fucking different. I do not know how they have done this. I don't know how they've done it. It's magic. Like, the first time I went through the world, there was this threat of this, like, scary like dog thing like from never ending story gonna fret threaten to kill this this jungle world second time i went through didn't exist this dog thing i had to do this thing for a queen and she had to she told me i had to go kill a god and it just this was all in the same biome and then there's far more biomes that have got loads more different stories so you get you get you get the gameplay is you can go solo or with two other mates you've got guns it starts off with guns right you you, you have got melee weapons but it's not not about that. It's Dark Souls with guns, so you're going in, enemies come at you, you kill them, you get to another checkpoint. Simple. That's the kind of stuff people like. But it's just the actual loop of it is fantastic. Um, there's zero, absolutely zero loot boxing or anything like that. There's no um, stuff you can buy. There's no skins. There's a premium uh, edition that get, gets you something extra earlier, but nothing major. Right. And it's got archetypes, it's got you can be a different class. I think there's like five classes from the start, but then there's like loads of different like super classes. Then you can prestige and have two classes in one and start min-maxing. And it's just absolutely fucking incredible. And the bosses on this gadget, the bosses, are like they're up there with some of Bloodborne's best bosses, which I still think is um, from software's best boss work they've ever done. Okay, you have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I thought I, thought I would have. I thought I would have. I've literally just added it to my wish list on Steam, actually. It is genuinely just in, and I've played the whole thing alone. So it's doable. Yeah. I know, I know I play sometimes like a fucking machine. <laughs> but it's yeah. doable. It's got the thing that, that most people don't like. Um, uh, most people like, sorry, the checkpointing. They're outside the boss gate. Oh, oh perfect. Bravo, lads. Because it <laughs> wasn't like that in no front of the room. ashes. <laughs> and yeah, and from the ashes, it wasn't like that. You had see, to start uh, the level see, again. I, I approach 
Remnant 2 cautiously because I played From the Ashes and I played about half of it um, and I kind of bounced off it. Not because it was a bad yeah. game, but there was a lot of that kind of double it didn't a, respect your time as much, did it? It didn't respect your time. There's that double A jank to it that, and not the fun kind of jank where shit breaks. They kind of just where like, you know, character, it takes away the immersion of it, like character models don't work properly and the world yep, seems yep, a bit yep. flat at times. Um, I enjoyed some of the time I had with it, but just ended up bouncing off it. But this, I mean, I've seen a lot of the discourse around Remnant 2 and it sounds fucking awesome. It feels it feels like a AAA game. Oh, And it is Gunfire Games. They're a double A studio, but they're using that Unreal 5, you know, that, that new yeah. thing. And everything looks stunning. It looks fucking stunning. And again, I've never seen two of the same place and I've beat it three times. Nice. I don't know how they... Do, I, I don't know the magic behind it. It's witchcraft. I genuinely don't. And some of the bosses are not just uh, bu- bullet sponges. Some are like puzzle bosses, and I love a good puzzle boss. Nice. Fucking love that. It's just really good, and I would love to play it with some of you guys. I'd, I'd go through it again from scratch, and I'd do it. But if you are wanting to play it on your own, guess what, Candy? <laughs> you, pick, you, you pick a class called The Handler, and you get a dog. Oh, what? I'm in. And he heals you, he resurrects you, he distracts baddies for you so you can heal. There's a single-player class in it, which they didn't have in the original Remnant, did the Gadget? Is, is the dog safe, though? Can the dog be the killed? The dog cannot. It can be killed, but it doesn't die in the law. Does it get knocked out? It's a it? safe. It gets knocked out like a Pokemon. Okay. It's a okay, safe dog. That. The dog but, is safe. But yeah, yeah, there was no single-player class in the first game. The first game was no. very much geared around being multiplayer. So when you I was can playing, play it on your own, but we but don't. Yeah, when I was playing it solo, I think I was hitting up on some bosses as well. It just made yeah. it less fun. This this game, uh, it scales everything. If there's just two of you, if there's three of you, it scales everything. Whoever is the highest level in that party, you are fighting their enemies. So if you're playing it from scratch with someone, you should all play it from the scratch. Don't. If I jumped in now, new game plus fucking three or whatever, <laughs> you, you'd, never, you, you'd never do anything. But it's just really good. Like a lot of people don't like swords and shields. This is fucking... Kalashnikovs and grenades. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking good, man. It just feels so good. Like, the only person I know that's playing it is Xenos in our Discord, and he's been adoring it as well. And you know what he gets like? He gets obsessed yeah. with stuff in a good way, and I'm the same as him. Like, there's, like, secret classes that I still haven't yet discovered. And it's just such... It, it, up there we got him, mate. It's proper up there. What I mean, it's got, it's, got to go, it's, got, it's got to go against Dredge, which I fucking love Dredge, but... Don't think it's going to win, Gotti. Uh, no, especially, <laughs> especially after what you guys are going to talk about mm. very soon. But I, I, I think people should give it a chance. It's 40 quid as well. Yeah, I also noticed that it's 41 <laughs> quid on Steam. So it's just like... Ooh. It's 40 quid! Ooh. <laughs> if you're in the mood for it, it's not too difficult. There's there's there's, there's level, there's uh, um, um, easy, medium, hard difficulties and stuff like that. I beat it on my own on hardest difficulty, guys. You can do it. Yeah. I'm an idiot, though, aren't I? I'm one of them you idiots. You are, but... We love I yourself. just fucking I love it. I, I just I, I love it so much. I can't sing its praise. It, on PS5 as well, it uses the haptic triggers, and I'm a big fan of that. You can turn mm. them off, but I love it. But yeah, Remnant 2. Play it! Gadget. You got a new device, didn't you? Yes, so I, I've got a quick one to do before we talk about the big thing that me and Stig are going to double team the in The big on. ting. The big ting, yeah. Um, I left the iPhone stable and I went to Android. Fucking round of applause, everyone. <laughs> everyone on this podcast is now an Android user. Yeah, we are. Uh, so and I... people have already got, gone to sleep. <laughs> Welcome, so aboard. 
So I bought um, a new phone. So I was due an upgrade because I've had my iPhone 12 for about three years. And it started to show its age Ever since I've known bit. you. Yeah. <laughs> Battery was a little bit wonky. And yeah, I was just kind of getting a bit bored. I've been on with Apple's for like seven years now. So it's like, yeah. man, maybe it's time for a change. And I found out that there are a couple of phones that don't hurt my eyes because I have an issue with OLED screens. Yes. And one of them is called the Nothing 2, made by the Nothing like Company. That. Um, and this is it, and it's amazing, with its wonderful little glyph interface on the back. I find it fascinating how the LEDs don't barely drain its battery. No, no, they're really well because they're LEDs. Uh, LEDs, Very yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, the, love uh, it. Love it when you get a text message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it makes little, it makes little flashes. Uh, some of the segments will stay on if it's a certain notification. Like I've said, if like if Pip sends me a WhatsApp, it'll the one of the segments stays on. So it means yes, that I know yes. to look at that one. I can ignore other ones. Uh, that Thumbnails. kind of thing, yeah. Or um, one of the segments kind <laughs> yeah. of fill, fills up as a timer, or um, one of them does it if for volume, uh, stuff like that. It's it's a really kind of natty little gimmick, but it's fun. I like it. Uh, but the phone itself is fucking brilliant. It's got a six for its price point. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get that second. It's got a six point seven inch AMOLED display that runs at. Um, it's not quite four K, but it's higher resolution than the iPhones. 120 FPS, I think. Yeah, it's 120, 120 hertz screen. It's so hertz, quick it. and so rapid. Um, I My only experience of Android is my work phone, which is a Samsung A32, which is a pile of fucking shite. <laughs> so I was kind of... I can't I was, believe they've given you one of them. <laughs> I was kind of worried that I wouldn't like like the experience of using Android because I use that fucking steam-powered oh. shite. Um, it's trying to, the thing is with the phone, your work phone, it's trying to use the latest edition of One UI that it just can't run. It just no, cannot it run it. It absolutely cannot run. So You need like an Ultra to run that. Yeah, so... This is so quick and so rapid, and it's got this really clean interface, like nothing have put a nice skin on Android. You like it because it's a cyberpunk phone. <laughs> it's a bit cyberpunk. I love the fact that the kind of the back is clear and like you can see the Qi charger and like the heat sink and stuff yeah. like that. Um the Qi charger is really good, isn't it? Is it like um 18 it, watt? It, 18 watt Qi charger. F- Which is oh, fucking rapid that for a Qi charger. It'll accept some like 65 watt fast charging over USB-C. Oh yeah, I know it does. But your fucking plug sockets won't. <laughs> no, true. Um, also, I've forgotten how much I missed a, a fingerprint sensor to open it. Like I've obviously Face been, ID in it. Obviously been using Face ID for years, but just having a fingerprint sensor, just put my finger on the bottom of the screen and it opens super quick. You can finally shave your beard now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I can. Um and it's just, lots of little features that I realized that, like, the iPhones are good, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of little extra features to Android that I didn't realize I needed, like the ability to um, share your battery, so, like, reverse the Qi charger and charge someone else's yep. device. Yeah, uh, I like charge put- my, uh, my, my, head, my uh, these what I've got in my ear now on yeah, my phone. Yeah, headphones, yeah, I've been doing that earlier today. <laughs> I also got the Nothing phones. The, um, the, They're good, aren't they? They are good. Uh, they're basically... AirPod Pros, but 150 quid cheaper, which yes. suits yeah. me. And they've got mm. that same kind of clear plastic. But there was one thing I don't like about them. So you know when you... Because so, they've got active noise cancelling. So you know when you transfer from noise cancelling to um, transparency yes. mode, most will it'll get a bing or transparency mode or Did something it? like that. Mine, does, mine goes... Did it? Yeah. Do you know what the nothing phones do? Did it say transparency mode? <laughs> no. Worse. They have a... Oh. It, it is a female voice going... 
And it's so fucking no. creepy because it's right in no. your face. <laughs> no, I'm not into that at all. If you were laid in bed, fancying a bit of transparency, no, no. Mo- <laughs> Fuck Dunno, that. Dunno, if you were learning better than it. Oh, early morning, were you a big stoner that you've got? <laughs> Pip didn't believe me, so I like put the buds in her ear and I, I moved out on the transparency mode and she took them out and threw them at me. She was so freaked <laughs> out by them. Mate, that's going to react with ADHD yeah. too badly. That's, that, I, that's when, not good for her ears. And when you go to noise cancelling mode, you get a... Like, like someone drowning Ooh, no. sound. It's, Surely you can change that. You can you can on the Samsung Bud. I'm going to have to, I'm going have to look because it's utterly unnecessary. I'm the, sure you can on the app. There'll be an app that you can the download. The headphones themselves are great. They've got the same kind of clear plastic uh, design, which I really enjoy. It's stunning, aren't they? Um, and the important part is the important... So I didn't get the base model. I got the second top one. So I got the 12 gig RAM, 256 gig storage model. Yeah, that's the one I'd have got. Yeah. £629. It's insane, isn't it, how it's they can pack insane. all that into that? Um, it's insane. And it wasn't until I looked into the Nothing Company, they're based out of London. It's the guy that used to run OnePlus. He's basically... The Asian guy, isn't it? The, the uh, Never Settle guy. Yeah. He's basically left OnePlus when they got taken over by Oppo and become more of a yep. corporate brand. And he's done the same thing again with Nothing. The phone is yep. so cheap for... A, it's not the flagship. It's all recycled. It's all recycled. Uh, the box is all recyclable cardboard. It's nothing. It's a nothing box. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's stunning what they've done and how they've made this phone cheap. Yeah, there are some compromises. The cameras are good, but there's some there's a, there's a slight they're not issue. iPhone cameras. They're not iPhone cameras. They're not flagship cameras. No. But I, no. I only take pictures of the cat, so I don't really fucking care. Um, and you dick. <laughs> no, don't even do that. Um, the design of the phone is great. The feel of Android, I'm really enjoying. Um, having to get used to the gestures Android's on got it good, hasn't it? I'm, I'm, it's got good. It's got really good. Like last time I was on Android was a, pi- a OG Pixel. What you on? Thirteen or fourteen? Thirteen. Um, yeah. Well, wait while I get fourteen, mate. Boom. Last time I was on Android was the OG Pixel, and I didn't really enjoy the Android experience that much. Um, it was shit back then. But now I've like they've taken a lot of ideas from iOS and kind of combined the two. Still learning the gestures. I still keep accidentally closing apps when I want to go back. But have you have you, have you got back. have you got your swipe from the right side, swipe from the left side? Yeah. Clicked in. Uh, um, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there with it. So, yeah, I'm really happy with it. And like I say, comparatively for a phone of this spec, cheapest chips. We're glad to have you back, mate. We're glad to have oh, you back. Also, no bloatware. None of that fucking Samsung bullshit. Oh no, you have to. You, oh, you have to proper the new new phone day with Samsung. You have to sit there and delete everything. <laughs> there was, yeah, there, there was no social media pre-installed. <laughs> oh, it's awful. You, and it's like it's begging you to use Samsung Pay. I'm not using Samsung Pay. No Bixby. I'm using Google Pay. No Bixby. <laughs> I don't know. No Bixby died years ago. Got yeah, rid of did. him. 50, 15, oh, 15 Samsung apps. That you can't get rid of. Yeah. No. Nope, oh, no. Saying that, um, I use notes. Like, where but, notes unless you then? unlock the bootloader and, and hack the fuck out of it, but then what's the point? You've lost your warranty. Yay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I use uh, Novus, not Nova Launcher. That's great. Mm. I used to use Nova Launcher when I, 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 I have my. Um, I recommend no, the new Nova Launcher is good. Anyway, we are boring the fuck out of the listeners because yeah. it's phone chat and no one likes to talk about it unless we're talking about Apple. Fuck Apple. What else you've been doing? You and Stig are jumping on board on something, aren't you? You've been, you, yeah. you've been playing the Phenom, the Phenom game. We've been playing the game of a generation, haven't we, Stig? Oh, a so game good. that comes around once every 15 years or so because we've been playing Baldur's Gate 3. Starfield. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's next. That's next month. <laughs> <laughs> no, we unless it gets delayed. 
Because it has it. Don't, it will. don't tempt it. It hasn't got gold. Has yet. it gone gold yet? No. It hasn't gone gold, has it? <laughs> oh, next year, baby. Anyway, yeah, we've been playing Baldur's Gate 3, which is made by what I can only Larry. assume is the greatest video game developer of recent years because they've never had a miss. <laughs> they haven't. I think the only miss they've had was one of the early Divinity games, and even then, that was just okay. Beyond Divinity wasn't brilliant. Um, it was fine. It was fine. No, we're talking about Baldur's Gate 3 developed by Larian Studios using the um, the Dungeons & Dragons license from Wizards <gasps> of the Coast. Um, coming, what, nearly 20 years after Baldur's Gate 2? 20 years, 21 years. Something like that, yeah. Just looking now, uh, 2000, so 23 years. 23 years after Baldur's <laughs> Gate 2. Older than me. This... Older than Candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and young, young looking. So... Before this game came out, my <laughs> my potential games of the year were either Dead Space or Hi-Fi Rush. Then not anymore. No, I don't. Not, <laughs> not a just, fucking chance. <laughs> I, I'm only 16 hours in. It's already my game of the year. Like yeah. it's just it's incredible. It is. I'm saying it off the bat now. I cannot fucking wait. For you are absolutely going to adore this. So for those who aren't aware of what a, what a Baldur's Gate game is, um, what is a Baldur's Gate? It is well, Baldur's Gate is a city in Faerun. Uh, a very famous place in the D&D lore. This is D&D the video game, and this is the most D&D game I've ever played. And I've played a lot of D&D games. <laughs> I, I, read some, I read someone's review saying, it's more D&D than D&D. It, it is, yeah. <laughs> you play as either one of a, a set of uh, pre-made heroes or your own. Naturally, you make your own. Of yeah, course, of course you, you do. Yeah, of course you fucking do. If you're making a pre-roll one, you're an idiot. No. Uh, you um, start the game... so. Oodles, with what you know about D&D, you will know, this, you will know yep. how important all this is. You started, yes. you've been captured by Illithids and taken away on one of their ships. Uh -oh. Love them. And you have... Then they're, they're the fucking... Yeah, the ones with the tentacles coming out their face. Yeah. And while captured, you have an Illithid brain parasite put into your head, which should no. start, you, start the transformation process to make you an Illithid, but you mm. fuck shit up and break out and end up in Faerun. And you haven't transformed yet, and that's your start of the quest. Oh, so what's stopping that happening? What, what is stopping that a happening? Mystery. Don't know. We don't know. I love a mystery. This game could so, be an elephant, though. So both me, hmm. me and Stig have been playing this long for for uh, he's a little bit more than me because I've been away, but I'm about fifteen hours in. He's about sixteen hours in. Um, I'm assuming we're both in Act One. Oh, I'm nowhere. I keep wandering around <laughs> doing things like going back to things. Like I went back to. Think still in the ship. I went back. I went back to the ship because there's a door near the ship, and I, I I looked at it. Went, oh, it's locked. Fuck it. Like leave it. Met up with this guy, and then later on, I was like, oh, hang on, he's a rogue, and he's really good at. He, he can naturally lock lock picking. So he's yeah. I, and I went. I could go back to that door and see if I could lockpick it. Sure enough, I lockpick this door and it just opens up this massive area in this crypt and like yeah. there's a fight in there and it, like all this other stuff going on. And there's a really important, really important character in there that if you don't go in there, you don't get. <laughs> so you could just miss all that out if you just don't go to that area. I Love we, that. Across two different discords, both me and Stig have been talking to quite a few people about this game. None of us are having the same experience. They've discovered areas I haven't gone. I'm this is what I'm loving seeing. Yeah. I'm currently in an area that none of them have even reached um, wow. because we've all gone different directions. We all have completely different party setups. Um, some people have even lost uh, party characters or like sent them on their on their merry way, <laughs> I, and I, they aren't available. I had one who got pissed off with me and left, but <laughs> yeah, I then died, and it this my save was before he. 
fucked off, so he came back, which was a bit disappointing <gasps> because <laughs> I like the idea that. Scummed. Well, yeah, I, I like the idea that I pissed him off enough that he was just like, right, yeah, fine, fuck I'm, you, I'm, I'm leaving. When I play it, I'm vowing not to save Scum at all. I'm going to play the but true you need to, chaos. You need to um, quick save lots, and if you're going to do that, yeah, the, the, there has been many situations where I've just walked into a room and died, like we were full party, oh, full, really? full party yeah. wipe because. This game doesn't hold back. I'm, pl- I'm not even playing on hard. I'm playing on balanced difficulty and I'm getting fucked over regularly. I yep. want this. I want it to last me all year. This is a game that you will put hundreds of hours in around other games. I can see I'm going to play yes. through this multiple times. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is beautiful. I-, I think the best way to describe it to you, Oodles, because you've played this game. Um, take- I've played Baldur's Gate 1 and no, 2 as no, well. No. Take Divinity Original Sin 2 mm. and, then, Love it. and then a plus symbol and then the word more. <laughs> I have beaten <laughs> Divinity, Divinity Two about three times because I adore it. I adore every aspect it's, of it, it, and I knew it. I knew it was secretly D and D then without the license. Yeah, so I'm glad they've got it. Yeah, this is this is just Divinity Original Sin Two with the D and D license and just more of it. The um, like I was looking, I, I was looking at, it and I want, I want, I was like, I, I could actually make the Red Prince and bring him back. If you get, you know what I mean, I mean, if you get the um, the digital deluxe edition, uh, which we all have because we pre-ordered it. Um, mm-hmm. It comes with the Red Prince's cape. Fuck off! I'm gonna have to pre-order it tonight. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it basically comes with um, some some like DLC items related to all the main heroes from. D- I would Divinity pre-order 2. it right now, but I don't know how it works on a controller yet. It works great on a controller. I've been playing it, on the Steam oh, Deck fuck. while I've been away. Yeah, I played oh. a bit on the Ally as well, but I do I do prefer mouse and keyboard though M- mouse, for this mouse, game. It's, mouse it's and just... keyboard is better, but the, given how complex Surely with 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 a controller mode, surely it's got to zoom into the character a bit more. Yeah. No, you, you can just no. use you, get the you can use you can zoom in right into the character just with the stick, but um, You could you could on uh, Divinity though, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Um the, the, they've made it is better with keyboard and mouse, but they have made the. I have got a keyboard and mouse that I can plug into PlayStation if I needed. Yeah, they've to. got the best possible version of a controller interface for this. Is it a wheel? Uh, it's multiple wheels, and you cycle through yeah. with, with the shoulder buttons. I, I prefer I prefer wheel when they use wheels instead of hotkeys yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I don't really have anything I can criticize about the game. Like it's been, it's a ninety-seven on Metacritic, mate. Yeah, it's it's been a little <laughs> bit janky for the first couple of weeks, but they're they're putting out regular hot fixes and bug fi- bug fixes, and it's been now major. I had one bug where I came out of a quest and my entire screen went black, and I had to reload, and that was it. It's not the end of the world, though. That is it. No. Yeah. The only the only, th- the only issue I have is my PC, so it's not even a game <laughs> issue. It's just yeah. my PC. It's, yeah. if, if it if it goes into a cutscene and there's a lot going on, it takes like ten seconds for it to kind of just. Get itself it right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it needs to be G'd up a little bit. But yeah, um, but that'll be fine game, on the PlayStation, just, though, won't it? It'll be absolutely fine. It's just the dialogue options, the options to do things you could, you know, to say, oh, you might miss something. That sounds like a bad thing, but it's not because it's just, it, it encourages, you to, encourages you to explore everything. I got a thing saying, I read a diary and it said, explore the cellar. I'm looking around the cellar and I have to explore everything. And there was just this hidden thing somewhere and that opened mm. up a whole new area and I found this really wow. cool artifact from it and you could just miss that by not simply reading the diary. Yeah. And, and But that that creates all these unique playthroughs for everyone. Mm. Everyone's got their own their own set-up character. Everyone, like Gadget says, did do the, the party different, the armor them up differently. You can, you, when you, you can level up your party and you can give them multi-classes subclasses like all this kind of extra stuff you don't have to just stick with what the game has 
that game that character's a fighter. That character doesn't have yeah, to stay yeah. as a fighter. You can then decide to kind of multi-class them and, and do something else with them. And it's it, it has helped I me am... playing Scott Sheep to understand this a lot more. Because that's what I was just about to say. I am Baldur's glad that I've got into the world a little bit. Didn't have this D and D kind of embedded in it as much as this does. No, it was the world, no, wasn't it? No, no, it they, was in they, the background they, more than like. No, no, they, they, they did. Baldur's Gate One and Two were very D and D games. The problem was. They were using the older rule sets, which were really contrived and complicated. Whereas this one's based on D and D Fifth Edition, which is what we play on Scored Sheep, which is the most user friendly version of D and D. Which, for the listeners, mean Five E. He's talking about. Yeah, but what I, I'm, what I, I mean know is about like this kind the of roll, thing. the dice rolling, and like the way you can pro- approach things. Where oh, I've been fucked over by natural ones so it, many it times. It wasn't so much <laughs> like that in. I re- I'm gonna get lucky again, aren't in I? In the originals, sail through it with all my dice rolls. I wonder if Becky's gonna play. Yeah. Ood- Oodles- can you play multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can join oh, yeah, yeah. four people in a party. You can play all their games. Yeah. Uh Oodles, also you're gonna love the fact that this game is gay as fuck. Oh yeah. I've seen I've seen a few there videos. There's so of the much LBGT representation of this game. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um also I, I can make my man with my um with my vagina, can I? Yes, you can. The dream. Yeah, you can the dream. You can um there is also like consequences to literally every single fucking choice. Like uh, I, I don't know. In the Blighted Village, did you get the gnome off the windmill? Uh, yes, I did. But I've seen the other option. So, well, when I got him, <laughs> when I got him off the windmill, uh, my my character I'm playing to Allah uh, is a tiefling, um, and copied you there. Yeah, he, he absolutely <laughs> mugged me off because he's a fucking racist. He hates tieflings. Ah, shit. So, so I didn't get, I didn't, ah. I didn't get the reward for letting him it, down. It's like a. <laughs> underground no more whatever he was and i'm a drow yeah. so like we like the dark I, but like the, the best, that's a good thing as well is depending on the race you pick you could get into a scrap or get through by just talking to them and original I, sin 2 did that i though, walked into you? the village and it was just like oh you look like one of us basically that wasn't the, you know yeah. the, the actual dialogue but he basically said oh you look like you'd be one of us so mm. like, come through i am fine. i, I, I like, will have to say fine. i'm Conscious of time, let's talk more about this in the green room because you've still got something to talk about, haven't you, Stig? Oh, is that is this? No, no, I've just... got a film I want to talk about. So, uh, okay, I, I think the last word I have to say on this game is fucking buy it. Like, <laughs> I think I, I'm gonna. <laughs> this, this is one of the few games that you don't need to know D and D to play it. It's very good at teaching you the rules of D and D. Yeah, but you could actually go and play D and D after playing this game. Go and play it. Um, it's very clear the characterization is wonderful. The graphics wonderful. All of the voice acting is top notch because you know sometimes in these games they get like some like jobbing yeah, voice actors do, in. It's yeah. a bit shit. No, perfect voice acting, and always, always, Including always, if you're playing a spellcaster, take speak to animals. Yeah, because the animals have the funniest <laughs> fucking dialogue. You always are like you can kick, and, you can kick that squirrel, can't you? Yeah, and they also can <laughs> there is a hints. mysterious cow in one place that won't yeah. speak to me, and it's really pissing me off. Because you just walk Most up to him and goes, moo. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the character, like the character name on the subtitle is Mysterious Cow. I was like, but I got, I, my what's, name your, what's your mystery? <laughs> when I talked to the cow, he said, they're always putting something in my hay. So I went and checked the hay and there was like treasures in it. Yeah. So like, if it's, cool. it appears to, to talk to them. Anyway, yeah, we'll carry on talking about that in the green room because there's lots more yes, to say. Yes, more, more on that. Go on, Stig. What's so this the, film you've been watching? The film that I have watched this last week is Suzume, which is uh, Mikoto Shinkai's next film. He is the guy who brought yep. you Your Name, Weathering With You, The Garden of Worlds, uh, five uh, centimetres per second. And 
all I can say is this film is absolutely stunning. I didn't get on with Weathering with you. You all know how much I love your name, but this is definitely a return to form. I think it centers around a young girl called Susan May. That's way I'm going to pronounce it. <laughs> She's a 70... Is she not Susame? Susame? No, no. It's because the little, cre- little creature in it calls her. It goes, Susan May. Susan May. All right. So, fair enough. Fair enough. But I'm not going to pronounce it like that every time I say it. I think you should. Uh, so 17-year-old Susan May, uh, she is um, on her way to school one day and she bumps into this mysterious young man um, and he asks her, oh, I need to go somewhere. Can you point me in that direction? And she points him off into this direction. It's like an old building that got destroyed in a storm or, or an earthquake or something. Yeah, and yeah. it starts to get, like, she goes to school and she starts thinking about it and then she starts thinking about where she sent him to and she she kind of comes enraptured with him and so she decides to leave school and she goes up to there and she finds in the middle of this old it's like an old shopping center that there's this mysterious door in the middle of it and she walks up to the door and she opens it and on the other side of the door is a starry bright sky a night sky like it's it's another dimension another world it looks absolutely amazing but she can't get there she tries to walk through and she just comes out the other side of the door um, she doesn't know what's going on and in the process she ends up knocking over this little statue of a cat which is a keystone and the keystone was is holding in place this evil worm-like entity which is trying to escape the other world and cause destruction in the real world uh-oh so what ensues is she starts to then help uh, the young man whose name is uh, Suter so- Suter spell it S-O-U-T-A. Sauter. Sauter. Sauter, yeah. 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 It's pronounced completely different in Japanese. Sauter. And, uh, yeah, so they go on this trip across Japan trying to find these doors and seal them before these worms come out and destroy the destroy the world. They are, like, huge entities that only these two can see. No one else can see them. And the rest of Japan think that it's just earthquakes, but it's not. It's like literally this entity that rises in the air and slams itself into the ground, killing people. Nice. Um, Something happens to uh, Suta, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Don't spoil it, because I'm going to watch it. Because it is one of the most left-field things I've ever seen in a film, and it's brilliant. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so the cat, the little cat, uh, causes all kinds of havoc. And they do, and what he does to him is just amazing. But yeah, she as they're like traveling across uh, Japan, she meets all these kind of different people um, along the way, and she try and and through the, all of this as well, she's trying to discover what happened to her mum and what happened to her when she was a young child. Her mother has died; she's grown up living with her auntie, and there's some memories in the back of her head that she can't quite unlock. And part of this journey Ooh. is her trying to figure out what's happened. Yeah, it is just one of the most gorgeous-looking anime films I've ever seen in my I've life. I've seen trailer, mate. It looks stunning. If you watch, I've been seeing uh, people doing, um, like, uh, you know, the, is it 60 frames per second? You know, like yeah. Yeah. where stuff um, moves a bit faster. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. The, the, um, use AI to up, uh, upscale the resolution. Yeah, it looks uh, shit. Frame rate. It looks shit when it's real people, but people mm. been uploading uh, clips from this yeah, film, and it, it does look better. Oh in man, it looks so good. It's it's, it's so, smooth as so fucking good. It. 
Yeah, and the, the music again is by Radwimps and Kazuya uh, Jin, Jinkuji. And this is like the third time that he's worked with them. The the, nice. the soundtrack is incredible. Um, but yeah, it's good to see that they're back on farm, isn't it? I absolutely love this film. Um, it's my second favorite from Shinkai. And nice. The best thing about this is I watched this in Japanese. Amelia yep. sat down with, right at the beginning and said, what's this? Can I watch it with you? I said, yeah, but it's in Japanese. She sat and watched the whole thing in Japanese with me. Perfect. And, oh, subtitles. and I said, how did you get on with that? And she says, cultured little swine. She says, I really liked it. I want to watch more. Like, can we, she said, can we watch your name in Japanese? Because she's watched the English version. Um, but she I've, re- I've never watched. Uh, I, I don't think I watched the English version. I think I watched the Japanese version of Yana. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I've I did. watched the Japanese version, but when she, we watched it originally with when I watched it with her, yeah, I watched yeah. the English version. She's younger, wasn't she as well? Yeah. The problem with your name was, um, it didn't have the budget for English actors. Actors, it doesn't have. It, it didn't have. Like, it didn't have the prestige random. that Ghibli has, where it's got like all these huge Hollywood actors. So it, it's not very good in English. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about this one. I'm not even going to bother watching it in English. Um, no, get, 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 get her on to Ghibli in Japanese as well, because there's something about the like, especially like Spirited Away. The performances in Japanese are so much better than the English. Performances. I don't know what it is, but they just the the the. the I like the English acting in Ghibli. I like, I mean, I really it is, do. It is no, good. No, but, I'm saying they're good at it, but there's something about the Japanese acting in it. The emotion come always comes through more with Japanese. Yeah. in these yeah, films. Yeah, because. It's designed that way, isn't yeah. it? That's probably why. But it's also yeah, animated, animated against them as well, whereas the English dub is having to speak to the film. Yeah. But Let's I, um, wrap this up if you can. But yeah, I, saying, I, I didn't get to see this in the cinema just because it was a, a limited release. It's now finally out on streaming. It is incredible. If you love like anime films, if you love like, the other work from uh, Shinkai, it's a standard like kind of teenage, young adult romance because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he's They're always around, great at doing. But yeah, stunning piece of work. Great film. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, have we got any feedback? If we have, make it quick. We do. We ha- we only have a few, so it will be quick. So Lady Azabat said, uh, this week she's. Uh, I've been consuming Palia. I've never been much of an MMO person, but this is right up my alley. I thought it were a drink. No, so, so Palia, <laughs> uh, I did have to look it up because I hadn't heard of it, but it's a MMO that's in public beta. Uh, think no, of it as an, it, It's not combat-based at all. Think of it as an MMO version of like Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing, that kind of thing. It's like a homesteading game. It's like supposed to be chill and cosy. Mm, I do like cosy games. I like a cosy game. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, Stardew Valley is a game changer, wasn't it? Yeah, I, like I really want to play that, but I'm like, I think it'd be perfect for to sit there on my ally, but I'm worried oh, yeah. about that. <laughs> I've beat Stardew Valley on my Switch, on my PlayStation, and I'm on my worried, phone. I'm worried about the time sink. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a big time sink. It's but, stupid. But it's it also stupid. has a 15 minute game loop. So if you don't have a lot of time, you can just like, Bash out a yes. day quick, quite quickly. Um, Zenos has said, I've been holiday for the last two weeks due to a family wedding and my birthday. Happy birthday, Zenos. Well done. Uh, so Happy I've birthday. had a lot more spare time than usual. It's been mainly occupied with Remnant 2 and Baldur's Gate 3. Mana, mana class. I think mana I already mentioned the former, so I'll make that short. Good game. Weird enemy difficulty tuning. Has flaws, but generally solid. Do you agree with that, Oodles? Um, it got patched recently and it made it a little bit better. Okay. But I, I don't know. I, play, I, I played it with friends, didn't he? So yeah. he's got mates. I ain't. For the latter, and he goes hard here, good Lord, Larian. I know they've got a reputation to uphold after Divinity Original Sin 2, but they did not have to go this hard on it, and I'm so glad they did anyway. <laughs> My friends and I have yet to make it out of Act 1 due to dividing our time across two saves, one with an American friend, one without, since we can only play with him on the weekends. 
and we've barely had a single experience being sh that's been shared between the two files because of how different our party composition is. This is going to be an extremely long campaign, but I can't see myself ever getting bored of it. The problem, with, the problem, as with so many D&D campaigns, is actually finding the time to play it when everyone's available. Up until now, I was feeling sorry for other developers competing with Tears of the Kingdom for Game of the Year. Larian have just come in with a steel chair and God knows who's going to win between these two and anything due in the next four months. Yeah, it's true. Um, I've, I've already seen that 325 people have beat um, uh, Baldur's oh, Gate. We'll go through the stats. The first, first weekend. Yeah. We'll go through the stats <laughs> in the green room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, Angry Kurt is then finishing us off, as usual, saying happy birthday to us because it's our birthday next week. It's a week early, but we'll take, we'll, we'll take your presents. This we'll, week. We'll, um, I'll, I'll get. I'll give you me address, guys. Fuck it. I mean, Kurt's got mine. Yeah. Let me something if you want, Kurt. I've got to send shit back to him. To be fair, yeah. this past <laughs> weekend I went to see Gran Turismo and I quite enjoyed it. The trailer shown pre-release mm. only show the first third of the film, so I wouldn't worry thinking that you've seen everything the film has to offer. The first third but, is also perhaps the worst portion of the film, as it features a lot of cringeworthy dialogue and David Harbour's character just comes across as an arse who hates all gamers. <laughs> However, once you Love get him. once you get past that first third of the film, it comes into its own. That's when things transition to real driving and the race scenes are really well done. The plot goes places I didn't expect given Sony's involvement, but I guess it, it had to given it's based on a true story. It's not the best racing film I've seen, but it's one of the better game-based films I've seen. And I can honestly say I enjoyed it more than the Mario movie this year. Oh. I like Kurt's review on that, but critics didn't really weren't, weren't the same. But then again, Kurt is someone that plays racing games. He understands the world, the... The, he is, he's, the the target, he's the it. target audience for this film. Yeah, so I kind of trust his opinion over someone that works for The Guardian that has never <laughs> fucking played Gran Turismo in the life. What's his name? And Peter, Peter Bates. Gran, Gran Turismo won my game of the year over year. Not so to mention, critics it, didn't actually like Mario either, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of trust his view, and it makes me really want to see it. Yeah, it I'll, does. I'll probably see it when it hits, like, Netflix or Amazon or something. I've got like to do that. it because I I love that last game so yeah. fucking much, and I just feel like I owe it to him. Uh, he finishes off by saying, "I've also been carrying on with Resident Evil, the Resident Evil Four remake, and watching the thick of it, both of which I'm still really enjoying." Instead, with the thick of it, good. he's past the Chris Langham stuff, so he's in the good bits. Yeah, um, <laughs> I heard you guys talking about Chris Langham. Oh my god! Uh, and then what he, a buddy. And then he says, you know how much I love a football documentary and the new one based on Burnley last season has just come out, so I'm enjoying that. I think isn't the, the, this one just come Newcastle out for Newcastle. One. Yeah, this is Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a horse punch in it trailer. It's going to be amazing. Standard. It's, it's, what, amazing. it's what we're known for. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about, come on, Newcastle, how are we going to do this? We've only got billions of pounds. We've only got billions of pounds. We're only to the do richest it. club in the world. <laughs> how, how could we do this? How do we improve? I know we'll get the Saudis involved. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm saying as Kurt, I'll watch all these football documentaries. I think they're fascinating. I mean, I might yeah. watch the Newcastle good, one good, just good, to good. see Newcastle. Like, it's always nice to see my city represented. I've been there. I've. I've kissed a girl there. I've been there. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. all that kind of the visual tourist shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the feedback this week. So as always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in our show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. And phew, this week we've been treating you every day. This week you're going to get, uh, even if you're not a patron, you're going to get one of our old patron specials. We've already dropped one this week. I mean, by the time you listen to this, you'll have had four yep. of them. And this, this Stig's gone and handpicked some of his favourites, and 
there's some beauty, beauty moments in that that a lot of you won't have listened just to get you in, involved in what we actually give back to our patrons every month. Also, Kenny Potter's on fire. We, um, which one did we last record? I've already recorded record. 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 record the fourth one. We're, we're ahead. We're ahead, aren't we? Yeah, we're yeah. ahead. Yes, um, I'm yet to watch the fifth film, but I'm looking forward to it. Like, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. But we had good discussions on the last one. Look forward to that. Um, also, we're doing a live show. By the time you listen to this, you won't have that much notice, but it's Sunday. We're starting at 8 p.m. because we want to go to bed. Yep. Um, it's going to be great. All our live shows are great. It isn't, we're not doing super spectaculars. We're just going to have a lot of fun interactions with you guys watching. Be there. Hoppy Square. Twitch.tv slash modern escapism. Ah, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. Yeah, we, Biggie, we Biggie will be back for that episode. Yeah, Biggie it, yeah. will be back and he's bringing a quiz. You know oh, how that's no. going. Oh, so. no. <laughs> it's Biggie's homecoming. Everyone oh. get dressed up. You know what? I might treat you all. I might have a beer. Yeah. It's my week off. Yeah, exactly. It's Biggie's homecoming. So if you don't come and watch us live, then you're not like, just letting us down. You're letting Biggie down. and that's You hate Biggie. Wor- yeah, 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 you hate Biggie. And that's the worst crime of all. Yeah, how can you hate that? But yes, um, we have got another segment after I just say this next bit. But if you're not a patron, you won't see us in the green room. But you should be a patron, and you would. But now it's time for a little tender trip down to Candyland. And now, what's up in Candyland? (laughs) I did something this weekend. Oodles, you're going to hate it. I went to the, what's it called? The Wiltshire Game and Country Show, which is all that makes me sick. Which is all toffs in tweeds with the shotguns under their arms, going get the clotted cream. But what it did feature was something that I've never heard of before. Have you heard of horseboarding? Oh, it's not s- a torture you s- method. You sent me a video of this. I sent you a video is it of a this. Sex, is it a sex thing? It's not a sex thing. It's not a torture method. Ooh. Horseboarding. So it's a subtle blend of horse riding and off-road skateboarding. So and jet what skiing. What the fuck are you on? And no, not jet skiing, water skiing. So you know those are sort of like off-road skateboards you can get, like the snowboards with the big old truck. Yeah, the big thick wheels. Yeah. So it's some nutter uh, attached to one of those being dragged along by a horse and a rider, and it's actually fucking lit. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> it is. They set a new record at the Wiltshire Game and Country Show this weekend. 33 miles oh. an hour, horse and rider. Not so much on the day I went. The, the ground was wet. The horses were struggling. But you have to go around an assault course. You, you, it's got these little cones around there. If you knock a ball off a cone, you get a, a time penalty. They were fucking flying. Honestly, it's... I, I can't Did describe. you go there with your friends? Yeah, my friends went to the game show. Oh, the friends that I went on my gap year with. Did you? Did you wear? Did you? Did you wear a um a, a little flat cap and a, and a gilet? No, I wore my goth stuff. You can't do that, but they were fucking cursing you. Look at that. Yeah, I was wearing. I was wearing new rocks. Roll up. M- muddy day, new oh, rocks. Um, oh no! Look, it's the, the new money have turned up. I bet that's what they said. Didn't they? <laughs> the new money yeah, is here. The new money. It was absolutely banging though. Uh, but it made me think, like, what else can we do? Like, a, a, like the, the blend of extreme sports. Two sports. And countrying, country sports. 
Instead of clay pigeon, you fire Tories out of a cannon. <laughs> Tory shooting. That's it. Just that's, that's it. Just fire yeah. out of a cannon. Into that. Just fire right. out of a Instead of a turkey shoot, oh. a Tory shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically hunt. the same thing. Like the purge or the hunt, <laughs> that film The Hunt, or Hard Target, you set off some Tories running into a maze. You've got AK-47s. They've got their gumption. What a so, <laughs> so I've thought of a uh, a new. Let's call it like the country extreme Olympics, like Cuntfest or something. So we've got <laughs> um, disgusting. So we've got. You let me say that word then. Well, you you had the choice to say it. it's it's spelled C O U N T Cuntfest. Yeah, I thought so. Obviously, I, thought so. I said it as what I said it as Count one fest. word. Cuntfest. <laughs> 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 So we've got starting off Cuntfest, the the main events. We've got monster tractors, monster trucks, but tractors. Urban... Yeah, I'm banging. I'm banging. I'm banging for that's a working class uh, vehicle. That be right, wouldn't it? It's uh, slow as fuck. Urban scrumping. Which very is, slow. Urban scrumping, which is basically <laughs> just it's basically just shoplifting. Find apples. <laughs> <laughs> just you, you go you go scrumping for cars. Yeah, car scrumping. <laughs> Handbag scrumping. It's fine. Oh, for like class A's. Yeah. Scrumping. We're just scrumping, lad. Um, manure jet skis. Three for hundred, lad. Manure jet skis. No. Cheese rolling no. is obviously like the main event because that's an extreme sport. I don't care what anyone... Unless you use I've seen, like, them, I've seen them running down that hill after it and breaking their neck. It is the most violent thing I've brutal. ever seen. But like... It's brutal. I mean, you wouldn't want to get the wrong type of cheese. Like if you get one of those like the dairy kind of triangles... It wouldn't go quite That's so smoothly. Not <laughs> Rolling a triangle. Well, if, you, if, if you get eight of them and put them in the wheel shape, then it would go. Or just eight, oh, throw eight of them down the hill, and it could. Isn't it like a massive, big circular bowl, oh, like yeah. block yeah. of yeah. E like, down, it's or like, something like that? Yeah, it's like Skyrim cheese. It's like a big fucking hefty thing, and people yeah. will literally go. Fucking and you win plummeting. it, don't you? You win it if you get to the bottom, and it's like a very expensive bit of cheese. When, when, I think when, when, if you get when, to the when, if you get when, to the bottom without injury, that's what you win. I mean, maybe we just change it to the tweed roll and we just hurl one of those beardy tweedies off the side and just see how long it takes maybe like to it. bottom. I like it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Yep, can work. So we've, so we've got the tweed roll. We're just killing the upper classes, aren't we, in this, yes. these events? <laughs> yeah. Don't see anything wrong with this. Eat the rich and all that. No. Uh, yeah, eat the rich. Castle parkour. So you're both herding the cattle and you're doing, like, <laughs> jumps and shit off them. No, <laughs> not Wait, playing that. Jumps off the cattle. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, from one cattle to another cattle. <laughs> there can be like four cattles, maybe even six cattles. Swinging off four cattles. That's not even a word. That's not even a sentence. It is a word. It's it just not a right it's, word. It's, it's swinging off another. Yeah, it's just hammered. And one of my personal. This is my personal favorite. Chicken MMA. So you know you've got those videos of the chickens <laughs> with the boxing gloves on them. Yeah. It's the old adage of would you rather fight one giant chicken or a hundred small ones? You get a hundred small yeah. ones in chicken yeah. MMA. <laughs> Roundhouse yeah. kicking. You have to like kick them out of the arena, but then they come back. Have you back. seen when chickens do that treading stuff on on female? When <laughs> roosters do that on female chickens? No. Have you seen that? How they have sex? Like the, the treading, they cut the backs oh. so they can't run off, and they just fuck them. That's hot. Chicken MMA. It's not hot. It's kind of hot, it's but they're like I mean, they're like Zelda chickens. Like you don't <laughs> you don't pick on a Zelda chicken. They're not chickens on Zelda. The oh. cuckoos or whatever. The cuckoos. I'm up in Photoshop now just to make that the title of the episode. Chicken MMA. I'm fucking that. That's chickens. Uh, egg ice hockey, Coach Bombay's favourite. Downhill oating. Like, I struggled a bit with this, but you've got a mountain of oats and you go down at, like, 
on a snowboard or something. And then finally okay. the scarecrow slalom, which would go straight from the downhill outing to the to the yeah, scarecrow yeah, yeah. Sc- slalom. It's like a decathlon. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Are we can maybe like maybe a pumpkin throwing? I, don't, I, I can don't tell know. you now, I'm not turning up at Cuntfest. You weren't invited. It's only for the upper classes. Good. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. I'm the one that they're chasing down <laughs> Exactly. You're the pauper. The, pa- the, the annual chase of the paupers. That's the final. Chase him. Chase him. He's on universal credit. I'm not. Yes, he is. He's northern. Yeah. He's northern. Get him. Yeah, we're going he on the be. annual northern hunt, aren't we? The, the gravy chase. <laughs> the gravy chase. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. I will fight any tough. But yeah, I like it. That's Candyland. As always, a sick and twisted, deranged individual. Thank, Thank you. you for listening. If you are not a patron, this is the end of the show for you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.